0: Pushing the boundaries of expectations, rewriting the rules of adventure, are the reasons we get up in the morning. We share your hunger for a life without limits. Hello, KBs. Glad to have you back for another occasion for celebration, encouragement, all in one place where you are champion. So glad to have you back with us today. This is the Law of Attraction podcast that takes a deep dive into life source, into the substance of Belief and into the power of kinetic belief to attract and manifest whatever you can think of or imagine stephencanyon.com is the website miss maggie greetings my friend hello how are you
1: love of my life.
0: I'm not. I'm not quite sure the way you're saying that. <laughs>
1: Is it too aggressive?
0: <laughs> a little bit. It was the eyebrow that kind of gave it away.
1: Little Jack Nicholson,
0: perhaps. Eyebrow. <laughs> what a nice day to be oh, sitting outside doing goodness, your the, the work that you were doing.
1: Just a little laptop work, some social media review. I love doing social media. I just I love connecting with everyone. That's kind of all we do, though, right? Mm-hmm. The podcast, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and if if anyone's listening that has not. Already texted the word KINETIC to eight four four eight four four zero zero four nine. Make sure you do that. Get Great the, advice. Get the text messages.
0: Yeah, it is fun being at the helm in uh, the communication department with all of the it KBs. Is. What a collective we have... Um Stepped into worldwide. I
1: love it. Uh, fantastic!
0: Love it. What a fantastic, uh, warm.
1: That's the Big hearted yes.
0: group of people. KBS are uh, mm-hmm. are.
1: It's, it's like a it's, it's like a constant are. state of of huga that we yeah always, state but, of
0: being. And you know something else yeah. is that, it's the feeding off of each other's energetics.
1: Absolutely. That is creating
0: yeah. this uh, symbiotic state of being that's mm-hmm. so special.
1: This is a real space that we all meet around. It's. It's fantastic, and I would even say it's quite humbling as well. Just getting to do what we do Mm. is, as a way of life, it's it's everything.
0: And there's something very magical too uh, when KBs meet each other. I know. Are you kidding me? (laughs) It's It's like
1: you're from the same planet. I am. the The energetics,
0: (laughs) the fireworks. If you could only see them, and you actually can, you can sense it. I love it. I love the bell bottoms you've been wearing.
1: I love them too. I'm sort of never going back to skinny jeans. I just can't. I'm I'm hooked.
0: Now back in the day we had to sew fabric into the bottom of our pants well, to
1: it, get the, it, the it's bell funny bottoms. because I think they're a little bit of a slippery slope because the bells on these are already so big, but I was already thinking about making them bigger. So I feel like <laughs> If you just keep wearing so them, cute.
0: you're
1: going to keep adding fabric.
0: Well, you've always loved fashion from many, many years ago. Yes. And it's a phase for you, isn't it? You'll go into a, a time where you're wearing the, and I don't know what you call them, the, the knee-length skirts from the 50s. Whatever oh, like uh, circle skirts.
1: That's it. Yeah,
0: sure. Yeah. Circle, c- cir- <laughs> circle skirts. Say <laughs> does, that does, real does, fast. Does. Circle skirts. That's it. Yeah, so cute in the polka yeah. dots. And
1: well, it depends on where we are as well. That definitely has a bearing on you know the. You think so? because well, the, you're
0: the, the, you're the only one usually on a main street that's well, dressed like that. for me,
1: like it's that. really just the weather. You know, what does the weather sort of allow me allow me to wear?
0: But I remember in Boulder, Colorado, you were the only one wearing yeah. the circle circles. Well,
1: they're not that; hard. they're they're really not easy to find. I mean, I have to do some major, you know, vintage thrift shop diving mm. to find a lot of this stuff. So. Vintage—that's
0: the word, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. And well, speaking of vintage, in, in forty
0: it. years, what do you think people will be nostalgic for?
1: <laughs> well, because things um, are changing
0: so fast.
1: Probably, <laughs> maybe, maybe food that's not printed. You think so? <laughs> well, I've just been reading, honestly, I mean, it sounds sort of can see post-apocalyptic, but I've been reading all of these articles about everyone's just so excited that they can, you know, print food. And I just think, I mean, I think it sounds horrible mm, and awful. And, and so, I mean, I think that real food actually could eventually become a luxury.
0: Sure. I think I saw something the other day where they're now finding a substitute for fish and they're calling it fish it is yeah. man made
1: yeah i'm i'm kind of mm. you know i don't want a big lump of i don't know soy shaped like a carrot <laughs> ooh mm. but i have to say speaking of nostalgia i was just thinking yesterday how i'm i'm very nostalgic for cd's
0: ah yeah already isn't already. that funny already you and we i still have a lot of cd's well
1: i really really i have to say i loved and i know this was sort of the same for cassettes mm. cassette tapes but i really loved you know strategically picking out music and compiling it putting it on a tape or a, or a CD as it, you know it sort of had this vibe i just feel like it, sometimes when things are so accessible it takes away the 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 fun it's not quite as as valuable well, see, i don't know I,
0: I think that's not only illuminating but a little bit funny because maybe there's a generation gap thing going on here because i never thought records would make a comeback but now that has They're people very are cool. collecting those again
1: yeah well, and there's something, too, about getting to play a really great vinyl on a record player. I mean, there's something very cool about it, that.
0: I think it has a different sound, and I think it's, I it's, yeah. it's grittier. You know, it's just, you can, yeah. you can really feel it? the buzz in the music. What was it called climate.
1: before the big, it had like a horn-looking thing on it? It was a, a Vodafone? No.
0: Oh, the, the, a. um, the, That's not right. the, uh, no, the, <laughs> oh, no, you put what? me on the spot here. I know. Oh, the,
1: the, um, um, yeah.
0: And they had a little dog sitting there I too. Know. With his head, head tilted listening to, uh, phonograph. Phonograph. Is that it?
1: That's it. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, you know, it's harder to, I think it's harder to remember words on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Little pressure.
1: <laughs> it goes a long way. What
0: is it, Meg? Hurry up. Hurry up. <laughs> think man.
1: I don't even know what Vodafone means. What is that? Is that a is that a cell carrier or something?
0: I am Forty years from now, I think people are going to be nostalgic for live theater. Oh really? Live theater and I think in and live concerts and just live events in general. And I hope I'm wrong with this because we need we need that connection one with the other, especially where you know spirited events and things are happening that are yeah um, you know. Uh, I think we we need the energy
1: of that. I have to say, if if live events ever legitimately went away, I would be having them in my living room, like selling tickets, inviting everyone. Mm -hmm. There is no way I would live without that. (laughs) What
0: we need to do is to get uh, some acreage in Colorado and put in a a venue and an outdoor theater and all of that. So let's just do a retreat center on our our property.
1: Okay. Okay. It's done.
0: (laughs) <laughs> hey, you know something, N- never take for granted the things that you enjoy, right? Yes. And that's what we're talking about. Don't take these things for granted. Be grateful every day for what you enjoy, what you enjoy doing, wearing, what you enjoy seeing. Mm-hmm. If you enjoy being with other people in, in large events or even small events, don't take it for granted. Mm-hmm. And if, as long as you are grateful every single day for what you enjoy, I am telling you, that the kinetic believers on this planet will continue to manifest ways to enjoy the things that they enjoy mm-hmm. through the energetics, the attracting, manifesting power of gratitude.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Regardless of what the world appears to be uh, putting out or presenting as challenges and all the obstacles, and you see it everywhere, and you hear it, and it's it's all around us. So much, so much negative stuff, and it's not real. Uh, it's not to say there aren't facts involved in um, in in things that we need to be cautious about, but all of those challenge, all of the all of the obstacles, the supposed uh, you know the insurmountable odds, the bad news, viruses, uh, things, crisis, challenges, all of that it's going to continue to change. This is nothing new. There's just an yeah. an a- amplification and in the unison or the unity of some of the um, the bad news of the day so that actually what happens is regardless of the direction you turn or where you go in media you you're hearing the same thing and so it's that drumbeat mm-hmm. of this negative uh, fear worry and doubt that just continues on
1: yeah, and you know you just said that this is nothing new and i think that's a very encouraging thing to say because when it when it seems new. It seems unprecedented. It's as if there can't be possibly be an answer. We're in uncharted territory. And that's just so not true. And and I find that even sort of comforting, I think.
0: Because there is an answer. Yeah. And that's what's comforting about it. There is. And the answer is true today. That was true a thousand years ago. That will be true a thousand years from now. Mm, yeah, And it really gets into the lens of the egoist society and the way the perspective that's being promoted. And the an egoist an uh, egotistical society is one that conforms to separateness, mm. in other words, to ideologies that contradict the essence of the higher consciousness, which is and will never change. It is immutable. It's the higher self that we all can and do tap into Mm. and align ourselves with intentionally, which is above the noise of the world. Whatever the noise may be transfiguring to appear to be, we are above that. So like you're saying, as it morphs and continues to change, it still is what it is pretending to be, and it's a moving target, but the thing that's not moving that is a target is the immutable higher self, the higher sense of being that is above all of that.
1: Well, and you and I have had so many fat, really wonderful conversations lately about how throughout history, the powers that be, they love to take advantage of these factions to pit people against each other, to because that always increases uh, Power within a a, an entity that's a controlling entity, and I think that that's something that's really great to be aware of because then we we're making sure that we're never pawns, you know, we're never being sort of used or or the wool's being pulled over our eyes or we're being sort of told lies about another faction of people. I just think it's that's why kinetic belief is so great for just sort of clearing that air. And and being able to embrace one another in such a real, authentic way. Well, and
0: it is the pitting one against another because there, when there is unity in the objective, yeah. then the objective becomes to create diversity or actually um, adversity through uh, various subjective opinions and realities. Mm. And it has nothing to do with facts, or it could have a lot to do with facts. But it's the... The twisting and the turning of truth that creates the subjective uh, realities that then pit one against another. Mm. And and that's the simplest way of putting it all of that, because the true self is lost through the lens of that uh, kaleidoscope of forms, worries, doubts and fears. But you've got to have a lot of it. There has to be. And that's what my, that's what I mean when I say a moving target is continuing to manifest or to present another possibility as being your truth rather than the truth that is.
1: And that's something that I think is it's really fascinating how that moving target can infuse itself into our lives on any level. So it can be on a on the level of countries uh, pitty, being pitted against each other, or it can be in your very personal relationships, because that ego itself and that entity— Once, If one mask doesn't mess with you or scare you or cause that conflict, then it just puts on another mask.
0: When you are identifying with those masks. Right. Absolutely. Awareness. Because it is the struggle of life when when you get up every single morning to do battle with an endless array of subjective ideologies that are presented as facts in this rapid succession. The ego just simply attempts to identify with being Right. I need to, to survive. I've got to go out that door today with my bag lunch in hand, mm-hmm. car keys in the other, to prove that I'm right.
1: Well, and we've all had that little uh, stinging sensation <laughs> within us when you've given advice to someone. They don't heed it, and then they fall on their face, and you and you're just so tempted mm-hmm. to say i told you so right. ego ego <laughs> you know, ego. you're in your lower yeah. state
0: of being and you're not you're not in one with consciousness yeah. and so you're out here you're trying your best to make others wrong other mm-hmm. ideas wrong the ego attempts to create an identity by complaining and complaining about things and people and situations and circumstances complaining as well as you know fault-finding with ideas and fault finding with opinions in the I told you so and all of those things, worries and the doubts and the fears. The day, this kind of a day, Meg, it becomes filled with reactivities. Yes. You've heard somebody say, well, the day just wasn't mine. Well, (laughs) and I know why it wasn't yours. You were reacting to... To other egos all day, playing whack-a-mole with them.
1: <laughs> I usually, if I ever say something like that, I usually say it got away from me, as if it just sort of galloped away right. and left me, left me standing on the trail. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what it feels like.
0: And that's, but that's what happens when you get up every day and dress up in your ego and head out the door yeah. in, in your mask.
1: Well, I think it's interesting that you're attaching the word react to ego. And so, yet again, you're giving us another red flag that if you're feeling in, like you're responding instinctually and and just purely reactively, almost, um, you almost feel like it's animalistic. You it's know?
0: combative. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, I mean, that's a huge red flag so, oh, we have to get back into our higher self.
0: Put on your suit of armor and go out and do battle today. Mm. That's the reason that ego exists. But a person wow. influxes. You see, by going from one opined crisis to another, that's the world that we're in. That's the lens. Like. It's like a spider spinning a web. A person that is in perpetual crisis mode is strengthening the the web of deceit and of their ego's sense of boundaries, which it's got to have in order to survive. And it needs to attract and pull other um, uh adversarial positions and opinions and dogmatic, uh, 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 virtuistic ways of living into Mm. its web of deceit so that it can do battle, and the ego can feed itself by winning, by proving you to be wrong.
1: A web is such a perfect visual for the ego because, as we all know, when we try to give ourselves value through the ego— it's never enough. You can never stack enough cards on top of each other to make the house. It just it's never enough. So you're always patching, you're always repairing, trying to get people not to see something, make yourself look better. And so that web, that's a that's perfect. That's mm-hmm. a perfect visual.
0: Yeah. It's important to remember this. Survival for the unawakened person requires an adversary. Either through you know, political identification or some other relational judgments, adversarial conflicts create feelings of superiority on which the ego thrives. This is what the ego feeds and gets its identity from and survives from, from this process. So a person who survives in this way is swimming in the energetics of fault finding for ego inflation mm-hmm and it may not be immediately apparent how simple complaining about a, a maybe maybe it's just a long line at the grocery store may, or it could be about politicians or it's about the excesses of the wealthy maybe you complain about people who don't want to work or maybe you complain about coworkers or your ex-spouse or just people in general complaining being a complainer gives a person a sense of being superior hmm. to whatever they're complaining about. When you complain, the implication is that you are justified, that you are right, and the people that you complain about are wrong.
1: I feel like you're giving us this really great perspective on on the realities of what we're truly doing when we're complaining, because it, I see the little girl that puts on mom's high heels, and she's clunking around the house like she's you know a grown lady, and when, when we put on this this mantra of I'm better than you that's sort of what we're doing, isn't it? you know it, we may believe that we're better than someone else, but we're, we're just sort of playing dress up you know it's just this pretend game and, and it's sort of pathetic when we look back on what we were <laughs> what we were participating in.
0: Well you're creating a stronghold and you're building a, a wall up which the the higher sense of being, the essence of being, of awakening to becoming conscious, you're putting a wall up, a barrier that makes that less likely it's, that it's going yeah. to happen because there's nothing that strengthens the egoic state of mind, the lesser state of being more than being right. I've got to be right. And you're strengthening the ego every time you do that by insisting that you're right, that it was your idea, that it's your way or the highway, that yeah. I, I told you so, all of those things that... Uh, shine the light on you as being the correct one is the very thing that c- that creates the stronghold of an identity that uh, is false.
1: I want to un- better understand this this idea of a stronghold. Are you saying that? as we participate in complaining and in this need to be right, that we are sort of walling ourselves in against the higher self.
0: That's correct. By strengthening the ego, which is a false sense of identity, by identifying with forms and identifying with winning and losing. And the person who says that, see, I told you, or you should have listened to me, or it was my idea. All of those things are pointing to the ego becoming animated or inflated.
1: Is there ever a point in time where... uh, being, you know, that need to be right is is outside of the ego. I mean, is this mm. what you're describing, you know, this this level of, of complaining and and even wanting your answer to be the right answer. Is that always ego no matter what?
0: Not always. And it's a great question because and it's a slippery slope though. <laughs> and because obviously there are occasions where being right is justified, but it's when it becomes entangled with the ego that makes it false and incorrect. Mm. Being right is identification with a perspective identifying with an opinion it's identifying with a judgment it's identification with a story with a narrative a story that you're you're telling yourself or that others are telling you for you to be right of course you need you've got to have somebody else to be wrong mm. And it's kind of like a tree falling in the forest. There needs to be someone around you for there to be a perceivable sound or around the tree for there to be something that you can hear. Someone around you to be wrong if you are promoting yourself as being right.
1: When we don't have to be right and we allow opinions to sit as they are and we don't force that on anyone, what are we saying? I'm, I'm wondering, what is our highest self demonstrating in that moment? Are we saying that... We don't need to be right. Or how is that translating out into the universe? On the most
0: fundamental level, you, what you're communicating to yourself, the, the rest of the world benefits certainly yeah. from you not needing to be right. <laughs> but what you're communicating to yourself and the yeah. universe and to your creator is that you do not identify with being right. That is not where you get your identity from. Wow. And in the same way that where there is no wrong, for example, if you're not creating a wrong in your immediate environment, then there's no perceived right for you to identify with. You're not in that realm of being correct It's what I'm saying. And this is, this is such an enormous problem among so many people. It's why I just feel like we should even be talking about it. Because the ego loves to make someone or something wrong in order to be right. And the unenlightened person needs to make others wrong in order to get a stronger sense of who they are. And you digress in this lifestyle. You are dying in this lifestyle. You're not growing to be- to become more of the essence of who you were created to be. Wow. And there's the diminishing effect of ego. And that's why this is so vital.
1: The way that you're describing this, it's almost coming through as cannibalistic. The- the need you know if you want to increase your ego, it's as if you have to devour other egos you know if if anyone has this level of power and influence in the ego they they have it on top of sort of this mound of of other egos and other people that they've they've had to step on to get there
0: and you, you'll do anything to feed the ego and you'll twist the truth and, and wow. the truth actually is not even important to you anymore it's just about being right and the, the person that feeds on these interview addicts you get to the place where you don't even need to make it about other people and it doesn't have to be about a person you can you also do this with situations that can be made wrong through complaining which is just implying that you know what this whole thing here this situation is unfolding in incorrectly mm-hmm. this situation is not correct being right places a person in a position of imagined Moral superiority in relation to the person or the situation that's being judged and found to be inferior, or this is incorrect. Mm. And it is that sense of superiority that we're talking about, of winning, of being better, that the egoist identity, what it does is it just self inflates and it's animating itself. Now, to your question, though, of course, facts, they do exist. And if someone says that they can, jump out of a tree and not fall to the ground because there's no gravity and you say well there is such thing as gravity and you will fall well you're obviously correct and they are wrong and in this case you know you're right now if you're only saying what you know to be true and you haven't identified with some mental position of superiority then there isn't any ego involved in this you're just simply suggesting to somebody that they're that you know I I suggest that you not break your neck. But now here's what happens. (laughs)
1: I'm saying that in love. (laughs) You're saying it in
0: love. And it's not to inflate yourself. You just don't want to see this. Some things are hard to unsee. Maybe that's it. But here's what happens. The guy believes you. At the very last minute, he agrees. And he makes the decision to not jump from the tree. And so newspaper reporters, they hear about what happened. The radio and television media, they hear about your heroic intervention.
1: Man and, doesn't jump. And a
0: mob of media surrounds you oh, now man. everywhere you go. And now they're reporting it around the world. And what you knew that the other guy didn't know saved his life. He had children. He had a wife. He had a good job. And he had a dog. And you saved all of them. Hmm. As you stand in front of the mirror, identification begins to creep in wow maybe i am special maybe i i am so glad the tree jumper believed me obviously everybody else is impressed with me look look at you big guy this day this day will live on and the lesson to be learned by everybody is to believe me when i say don't jump oh man Uh uh-oh
1: yeah that's what i felt right Mm -hmm.
0: well it's pretty obvious the ego is present and accounted for yeah maybe it didn't start off that way that little word me can hide a big big thing something we call the ego
1: Mm. right
0: and it's there and it is in service of the fallen lesser state of being you're no longer awakened now to your higher state of being. You're not operating in enlightenment. Why should knowing your state of awareness matter to you? Simply because you're empowered to attract and manifest your expectations from the enthusiasm of the dictates of your desires when you're operating in your highest state of consciousness, and that which is where your creative authority and your dominion exist.
1: I think it's really beautiful that you can take a, a single life experience and... Depending on what what awareness of state of of higher self versus ego you're attaching to it, it can it will completely transform the that life experience. And, and I just think that's really amazing, because that means that we must know ourselves, we have to know who we are, what what the ego it is. is within us, what it feels like to be in higher self, we have to understand these mechanisms within ourselves because it's not the outward expression that's going to rule the day,
0: mm, right, we're about something different. We are on a different mission in this life. It's not about winning and losing. It's not about being right and being wrong. Mm. You, because that's identifying with forms, that's identifying with what already is in a sense of a, a competitive mode. And so that's the danger of all of this. Because look, as a, kinetic believer, as a KB, Mm -hmm. if you want to be ahead of the visionary curve in business, if you want to elevate your love life, if you desire to nurture your children in alignment with their giftings, if you need a miracle in your body... You have everything that you will ever need to be able to manifest all of those things which already belong to you, by the way, from within the essence of your higher being. They are yours. That is your true identity, but only separate from the ego is it true. The Bible calls this your measure the measure of your faith. This is the essence of your authority, your dominion, the power for you to be able to create and change circumstances and even the lives of the people around you when you are operating from identifying with forms like we've been talking about with with what you can see with reasonings with um being right because i told you you shouldn't jump from the tree and look what you did or from all of the the future tense-mindedness and that's what it is you are somewhere other than in your present moment when you are thinking futuristically about your identity that is just wishful thinking or when you're living in the past Through regrets, anger, bitterness, doubt, whatever it is, you're not present. And so the illusory and the false identity of me is displacing the eternal masterpiece of you.
1: And I'm sensing, too, that what you are walking us through today, this depth of understanding where the ego is concerned and then all of the pitfalls that come along with that, I feel like you're giving us a sense of the real gravity, the danger that sort of lurks in the ego, because I think many times in this journey of self enlightenment and and improvement and growth, you can see a slip or allowing yourself to sort of wallow in the ego is not that big a deal. It's just something that's happening. I feel like it. I don't feel like really journaling today and pursuing kinetic belief and bringing my thoughts into captivity and saying the right things. I'm, I'm tired. And so, but you're. I just feel like you're giving us, like, you know, yeah, you can choose that, but just know what you're choosing. And it
0: comes in so many different forms, doesn't it? Self-debasement, ego, pride, ego, I'm the winner, ego, I'm a loser, ego, mm. all of that. You're swimming in the energetics of winning and losing, being right, being wrong. Uh, The false identity of every ego confuses opinions and viewpoints with facts. And you can see it in operation today just by turning on the news. Billions of dollars are being generated by all of the media pundits who confuse opinions with facts. And they do it intentionally to stir up people, to upset you, to make you mad. The, the gaslighting, like we've talked about, it's a profession, professional gaslighters. And the ego loves this kind of entertainment because to become angry feeds the ego. To win feeds the ego. It's easy to find an allegiance for the subjective ego. Every single ego is a master of selective perception and distorted interpretation. And only through awareness, through a, the... The connectivity with your higher sense of being, of oneness with the universe, oneness with God, not through thinking, can you differentiate between fact and opinion. And it's only through um, aligning with consciousness that there is no condemnation in the contradictions that other people will represent to you.
1: Does, the de- does this understanding, is it also going to help us um, have compassion for and help those who have not awakened?
0: Well, and I think it depends on what you mean by help. I think that the way that we help others, and this remains, this is remains true, uh, I think, all of time, is by being the best, being the best version of self. Because it's the finger pointers and the correctors and the the dogmatism of of lectures that turn people away from the light and from authentic love.
1: Well, I guess sometimes, like just understanding where people are living from and coming from, I think sometimes that can ignite a very real sense of compassion, um, which can get rid of the the desire to finger wag and to sort of force a truth down their throat. Because, you know, of course, we're super excited. We're KBs. We want to tell everybody and <laughs> just shake everyone and say, no, you don't realize what the life that you can live. But um, I just I like knowing that not only is this helping us understand our own journey, but it's, it's going to also help us realize and, and see what other people are going through as well.
0: Compassion is important, but it's important, I think, also mixed with understanding and with the enlightenment of perspective. And like we've talked about before, you don't feel sorry for the caveman for doing what a caveman does. Everyone right. is is evolving at a pace and a rate that is appropriate for that person. So understanding this, you don't complain about the the child doing what a child needs to do. And allow the the transcending of the Ego is state of being to occur naturally, and often the way to help that person is again through being the best version of self, because it takes a hero of enlightenment, a person who is not double-minded, somebody that is not tempted by the ego to become a kinetic believer. Wow. Actually, Ralph Waldo Emerson wrote in his, in his journals, he said, Let me never fall into the vulgar mistake of dreaming that I am persecuted whenever I am contradicted. Mm-hmm. And that really goes to the heart of the ego self-inflating. It's through the defensive mechanism that is triggered whenever it feels like it's being contradicted, challenged told that it's wrong, or even ex- even expressed as being greater than and being right, and oh, you are the correct one, sir.
1: I have a bit of a nuanced question here. So in the moment, when we are wanting to point out that we are right, and, and you can feel the ego sort of trying to spring up within you, um, by choosing not to do that, because we want to uh, invest in the higher self and press toward the higher self. Is is that choice? Is that just the fruit of being in the higher self, or or by choosing that, are we actually stepping into the higher self?
0: It is a choice, and by choosing that, you're choosing that you want to your life to be an expression of your genius, of purpose. It is a cognitive decision to a to. Uh, enforce the removal of the ego to make room for the ascension of the higher self.
1: You know, we went through the modalities, the five modalities of kinetic belief yesterday on the podcast, and the final one was uh, action. Is that correct? The mm-hmm. final one is action, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and so I'm wondering, as we choose, as we constantly choose to not participate in the ego, and we're making the, the active choice to press into the highest self, um, is that an action that we can apply to our belief and say look i'm i am making this choice actively because because I believe that I can be in my highest self.
0: Absolutely. Aligning all of the five modalities of kinetic belief come by putting pressure on those intentionally, Mm -hmm. by putting an action to it, even though the action is the fifth of the modality, you're still intending to put pressure on these attributes that will align you with your higher self Mm -hmm. because it's by transcending the ego that we're talking about that you're no longer controlled by the opinions or the judgments of other people. Simply put, when you adhere to those things, they redefine you. That's why we avoid it at all costs. We do not want to be redefined away from the original intention of our Creator, from the essence of you, which was and is made perfect. Mm. The spirit of unconditional love is not threatened by opinions. Never is. It has, it has nothing to defend. It's life. It doesn't depend upon it. And if somebody says, for example, that an orange wall is blue you can enjoy the experience of hearing someone's opinion that's different from yours and <laughs> as being nothing more than an interpretation of a fact that differs from yours. No one's going to. Fall on fall and, and break their neck because they think the the color of the wall is different than <laughs> you think. No harm done. In, enjoy the different uh, opinion. So you just enjoy the diversity of interpretations as you go through this life. Unless you unless you see it as an opportunity to save someone else's life, let it be.
1: You know, I'm really receiving that the theme. Every single thing that you've told us today, it's taking us back to this concept that the ego cares so much about what other people think. And you began the podcast talking about how KBs enjoy, we enjoy ourselves. We're constantly enjoying life. And I have to say that those two things cannot coexist. You cannot enjoy your life. And while simultaneously caring what other people think, because you cannot focus on both of those things at the same time, they cannot exist together. And so this is extremely powerful, realizing that you think that you are better than someone else, but you're being ultimately 100% controlled by those opinions.
0: Controlled by the opinions in that you are literally steeped with limitations. It's not possible to enjoy something that is defined by limitations, by ideas and opinions. Only through awakened awareness are you able to see the totality, the highest viewpoint of a situation instead of adopting one limited perspective for life. Life for the kinetic believer is a it's a fun filled gallery of endless possibilities enjoy the show <laughs> choose so choose your articles of faith and blueprint them in your manifesting journal as you interpret the unctions from within and then let those miracles of life start changing the world mm-hmm. around you and the love and the light of your energy it will attract the best Let's work on some highest viewpoints here. Just say, I am strong.
1: I'm strong.
0: Beautiful and courageous. Beautiful
1: and courageous. A
0: river of love. A river of love. Is flowing through the universe. It's
1: flowing through the universe.
0: Directly toward me.
1: Directly toward me. And, and through me. And through me. Right now. Right now.
0: I release my fears. I
1: release my fears. And
0: gratefully expect.
1: And I gratefully expect.
0: All that my best life.
1: All that my best life. Must become. It must become.
0: So right now. So right now. On this spectacular day. On
1: this spectacular day. <laughs>
0: I'm attracting a great wealth of abundance. I'm
1: attracting a great wealth of abundance I never
0: respond in anger
1: I never respond in anger
0: I always react in peace I
1: always react in peace while
0: attracting the abundance of love
1: while attracting the abundance of love
0: the fullness of joy
1: the fullness of joy
0: and the happiness of me
1: and the happiness of me
0: <laughs> into the right now
1: into the right now
0: i am learning
1: i am learning and i am
0: growing and
1: i am growing as
0: a kinetic believer
1: as a kinetic believer
0: creating my best life every day
1: creating my best life every day i
0: am advancing
1: i'm advancing in
0: the Abundance in the abundance of perfected love,
1: of perfected love for me, for me. Wow, awesome podcast today! It made me feel very aggressive and wanting to make sure I maintain my true self, my true identity. And isn't that why when KBs get together, like you said earlier, we get so excited? We're so excited to embrace each other. And that's what we all
0: need—is you to be more aggressive, Maggie. <laughs>
1: That's what we all need. Oh, man. Well, I have to say, we are adding so much to the website at all times. We have a really awesome new blog that just came out. It's about the five habits of strong kinetic believers. So make sure you go to the website, sign up to receive the the weekly newsletter. It goes out every single Wednesday. And then follow us on Instagram at Stephen Canyon. Send us that text, 844-844-0049. There are so many ways to connect. And then you can always just email us as well, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com.
0: And in the truest spirit of authenticity, we are always sending out much love and much light to all the KB creators all around the world.
1: Yeah. And thanks, as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye.